Welcome to Our Morning Take, the podcast where our goal here is to describe for you the mood that is going on in our head when we read the Bible. Man, this week is just dragging by. I just realized it's just Thursday. Crystal, we forgot all about you. We love you, Crystal. We love you. Happy hump day plus one. (laughs) <laughs> Go Dolphins, Sonny. Happy belated hump day. Yeah, that's it. Belated. That's on. Okay, I'm not going there. Uh, we're in chapter <laughs> nine in Exodus. We had some great uh, conversation off the air about uh, Christians protesting things in our government. So I, I, I'm going to put together a little something on that, and maybe in the weeks to come, maybe we we'll just have a special episode on that. I think so. What the Bible says about it. Yeah. Yeah, not what I think or what you think or what Trump thinks or what Biden thinks. <clears throat> but what Paul the the apostle his doctrine was towards the way we're supposed to protest things. Amen. Yeah. And I think what's important is, you know, when we're out there and we're waving the Bible and we're saying, you know, are we just saying this is what the Bible says? Make sure that you understand what Amen. the Bible is saying. Amen. And loving and loving your enemies. Amen. That's right. Uh, we're in chapter nine of Exodus. Uh, we're about to start the fifth plague, one of the more interesting of the plagues. Uh, are we ready, Abe? Yes, we all are. All right. Let's read uh, down. Oh, I think all the way to seven. One to seven. One to seven. Mm-hmm. Exodus chapter nine. Then the Lord said unto Moses, "Go in unto Pharaoh and tell him." Thus saith the Lord God of the Hebrews, Let my people go, that they may serve me. For if thou refuse to let them go, and wilt hold them still, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon thy cattle which is in the field, upon the horses, upon the asses, upon the camels, upon the oxen, and upon the sheep. There shall be a very grievous moraine, and the Lord shall sever between the cattle of Israel and the cattle of Egypt, and there shall nothing die of all that is the children's of Israel. Mm. And the Lord appointed a set time, saying, Tomorrow the Lord shall do this thing in the land. And the Lord did that thing on the morrow, and all the cattle of Egypt died. But of the cattle of the children of Israel died not one. And Pharaoh sent, and behold, there was not one of the cattle of the Israelites dead. And the heart of Pharaoh was hardened, and he did not let the people go. Yeah, in fact. And the Lord said unto Moses. Probably Pharaoh was upset, like really angry. Yeah, like oh, you absolutely. killed all mine, but you don't kill a single one over there. But what he, is up with that? Here's the thing, and we got a little history going here. We go back to um, Joseph. They can't even use any of that because they're an abomination. So they can't, they're not going to. Take the cattle from Goshen and use them in Egypt. Well, they probably not. They, they won't. But here's the thing, though. Uh, it all goes back to what I was saying earlier in the week about how God is destroying yes. Egypt. Yes, absolutely. God, by the time these plagues are all over and the children of Israel walk out of Egypt, Egypt will be utterly destroyed. Their economic system, their societal system, their gods are weak and, and worthless. By the way, I was reading something, and uh, uh, we're going to actually come across this when we get done with all the plagues. I'm going to make a little list of of these gods. But did you know that it was uh, a death penalty if you killed a frog in Egypt? You received the death penalty if you killed a frog because that's how much they worshiped that. A little bit like the guys over there in India. The cows, sacred cows. The sacred cows. That's what kind of reminded me about it was this. 
So can you just imagine when God brought the frogs and all the land and, and people are stepping on them and squishing them and whatever, and the guilt that they're feeling, they're like, I'm killing these frogs, man. We're supposed to all be, we're supposed to all be stolen. That is very, that is. So I you bet you didn't them. know that, did you? So oh, you no, I did, I did not, not know that. that. So you mean they wasn't eating frog legs? No, they were not. No, but frog was sacred. Yeah, they don't do the frog. And that's why, like and, and I'm assuming that's one of the main reasons God made multiply, multiple, multiple, multiple. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to, of, you'd have to stop. Yeah, up. you'd have no choice but to kill them. It's kind of like that joke about the ladies in heaven don't step on a duck. And if you don't know that one, you're just going to have to ask somebody about it. Not telling it on the podcast, but yeah, I mean, you couldn't help but step on one because they were absolutely everywhere, right? Yes. And no. So anyway, and so God is taking away their economics right here, and their food supply, because that's what they used their cattle for. Yeah, yeah. They they sold them. They they slaughtered them. They used them for meat, uh, and so because they could eat the beasts of the field, they didn't have a problem with that. But here you go. God destroys them all. So now it, it, he's destroying them economically. And I just find this, the, once again, the great power of God as he just dissects Egypt one step at a time. And like I say, by the time they walk out of there and they will have plundered Egypt so badly, they'll have nothing left. And Pharaoh is going to die and the army is going to die. So they have no leadership. They have no government. They have no economics. They have no families. The firstborns are all dead. Can you just imagine the decimation of this great, wonderful country? And that's why people, you know, we have some right wingers out there talk about America being that same way. We're a great country. Uh, We have a lot to be thankful for here. We've always put God uh, in our our religion and we, we say that we trust in God we believe in God, and yet there might come a time where God has to do something to our nation, just yeah. like he had to do to Egypt. Oh, yes. Amen. All right. Where are we at? Verse 8? Um, I believe so. Do you so. have anything? We're ready for the sixth plague, and that's boils. Oh, and by the way, uh, the fifth plague, as I was saying, <laughs> I, did I say this yesterday on the podcast? The, this fifth plague now doesn't have anything to do with pain. That's all those other things where there were pain and irritation, the gnats, the flies, the frogs, the blood. But then they killed their bees. Now it has something to do with you economically. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, and then it's, the same thing here. It's hitting you in your pocket. Now, not only is it going to hit you in the pocket, but now it's going to hit you where your pocket's attached to your flesh. <laughs> All right, verse 8, chapter 9. Oh, my goodness. Moses and unto Aaron, Take to you handfuls of ashes of the furnace, and let Moses sprinkle it toward the heaven in the sight of Pharaoh. And it shall become small dust in all the land of Egypt, and shall be a boil breaking forth with blains upon man and upon beast throughout all the land of Egypt. And they took ashes of the furnace and stood before Pharaoh, and Moses sprinkled it up toward heaven. I was just going to say, go on down to verse 12. That's all. Okay. All right. We're going down to verse 12. Yeah, that's a. And it became a boil breaking forth with blains upon man and upon beast. And the magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils. For the boil was upon the magicians and upon all the Egyptians. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and he hearkened not unto them as the Lord had spoken unto Moses. Yeah, so now they can't even come out there. I Pharaoh's mean, like, get out here. And they're like, ah, I can't even get up. Oh, man. Like, the boils just, on your feet? I don't even want to even try to think about where they might be that makes it so discomforting. I mean, Job literally just sat in the middle of the road in sackcloth and ashes, and he couldn't move because of those boils. So same thing here. Now, uh, 
it's been a while since I watched the Ten Commandments, but it seems like I, when it was talking about he takes the soot and he throws it towards the I sky. I don't believe Dave ever put that in there. And it, then it became fine dust. And I don't. I, I could be wrong, but um, I could too. I, was I don't remember that seeing was, that. I was wondering if that was in there or not, but I, I just imagined the movie in my head that sight. Yeah, and that he does this in front of Pharaoh so he can see where it came from. Yeah, he it's that's intention, that's purposeful for him to do it because God says do it in front of him. I want him to see my power. And here's the other thing that's purposeful is verse 12. The Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart. Because you know what? I believe that no matter who you are, you got these boils all over your body. You're letting them do whatever it is that they want to do. You want to go away forever. Thank you. Just get rid of these boils for me. Because that has to be painful. But God hardens his heart. And in this pride, He's still like, nope, I don't care. I'm not letting you go. That's just, that's hardcore. Oh, man. That's like some CIA stuff. That dumb boils, let me tell you something. Those guys are pulling out their fingernails and stuff, and those guys (laughs) are like, not telling you. That's some hardcore stuff. Uh, I think that once they start that waterboarding, you'll talk. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow we're going to get to the uh, seventh plague. uh, Because that does not look like fun. It'll be the end of the week, and uh, we'll finish up with the seventh plague this week. Or maybe more, who knows. We'll see you all tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow. Tomorrow.